Oh, sir, can you see by the dawn's early light? Want the rest? Give me more subs. <laughs> Welcome to Half Blind Hecklers, episode 12. Today we're going to talk about a few different things. We're going to talk about how Black Lives Matter doesn't really care about Black Lives. We're going to talk about how there's a culture war and we're losing as conservatives. We're going to talk about how anti-white racist sentiment is on the rise. And nobody's talking about it. And finally, we're going to talk about mandatory mask bylaws that are springing up even though coronavirus cases and deaths are falling. And as the pandemic is slowly on its way to not being a pandemic anymore. And that's going to be our show today. So, we're going to start off by talking about why Black Lives Matter, when it really gets to the nitty-gritty of it, they don't actually care about black lives. There are two primary examples of this in this past week. First one was in the very famous conversation between Terry Crews and Don Lemon. And in that conversation, Terry Crews is like, yeah, of course, black lives matter. Of course they do. All black lives matter. Every single one, not just the ones killed by supposed police brutality, but every single black life matters. And John Lemon's like, no, 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 it's it's just police brutality. We're not talking about the other ones. And Terry Crews is like, why not? That's stupid. Why can't we talk about every black life when the supposed idea of this entire organization is called Black Lives Matter? Nobody saw me do that. <laughs> and of course it, it exposes the inherent hypocrisy because even though of course this is called Black Lives Matter they don't mention ever all the increased shootings stabbings, homicide assault, everything that happens in black on black crime because Black Lives Matter as an organization does not care about it Black Lives Matter as an organization cares about pushing their ideals, and their ideals are about dismantling the nuclear family, which will hurt black people. And if you actually cared about black people, you would completely abandon them. I'm mainly talking to people who are in the center, and on those in the slightly left. Those in the far left, they don't really care anyway. And they know they don't care. Because it's just pandering. And they know that. if they actually cared about all black lives, as their statement and as their name suggests, then they would be seeking to find ways to reduce crime in the inner cities. But they don't really care about that because it doesn't suit their narrative and fit their agenda. And shame on them. They should be called out whenever possible. I thoroughly support Terry Crews. He did a great job in that interview. And I hope that he becomes open to speaking out especially to conservative voices and those in the center, and saying, no, enough is enough. The left needs to be called out on their garbage. Because they do. There's no getting around it. They need to be called out on their garbage. The second point in which it makes becomes very, very clear that Black Lives Matter and those on the far left don't really care about black lives was in the White House press secretary meeting on, I believe, July the 6th. I think it was Monday. And in that discussion, 
the press was asking a bunch of questions to Kaylee McEnany, the White House press secretary. And Kaylee, who is probably the best White House press secretary that we've had, and I hope that she stays on and she's getting great press and great publicity for Trump because she shuts down the media like she should instead of kind of being, oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm not going to answer that at this time. It's like, nope, I'm just going to call you out because you're full of garbage, which they are. And everybody who's sane knows that. But they asked, they asked her a bunch of questions about Bubba Wallace and that whole scandal that happened a few weeks ago and was clearly a hoax, and anybody who didn't think it was a hoax was a little loopy in the brain. But they just kept asking about that, how, oh, the president supports Confederates, and oh, he supports the Confederate flag, and oh, he... In his Mount Rushmore speech, he supported slaveholders, and it's like, no, no, he didn't. And you're just making this stuff up, and you're lying. And she kind of let it, she's like, okay, you can speak, you can speak, I'm going to answer all these questions in a calm manner, and I'm going to you know, just slyly keep to myself until the very end. And she's like, not one of you mentioned the increased amount of kids that were killed. Because there were children that were killed in these cities by these monsters. And these monsters need to be caught, they need to be put in jail, and they should be locked up either for the rest of their lives or they should be sent to the chair for being human scum. Anybody that shoots a child or shoots a car that likely has a child in it, you should go to the jail for the rest of your life or you should be shot dead. Those are people who I have no pity for. They are horrible, horrible human beings. And I'm not afraid to say that. It doesn't matter what color they are. Most of them are black, of course, and we know that. And nobody's out there saying it because they're afraid of getting shut down. You can shut me down, you can try. I'll just switch to another platform. Too bad for you. But we cannot ignore the slaughter of children. And I thought Trump was great when he announced the, I think it was Legend? Legend product? Or uh, it, was, it was some sort of order about increasing policing and stopping these scumbags. I thought that was great. thought it should have been done a while ago. I thought that Trump should have probably done that a few weeks ago. I'm glad he did it. Of course I am. If you... I don't f actually remember the name. If you want to send me the name, I'd be happy <laughs> to send a correction. I'm totally fine to do that. If if I make a mistake on air, which, of course, everybody's going to do, if I make a mistake, I'm going to try and catch it myself. If I don't, correct me, and I will happily admit to my errors. I'm not so stuck in my narrative <laughs> that I'm going to try and avoid make fessing up to my own mistakes. Anyways... Moving on, next thing we're going to talk about, right now in society, right now we are in a culture war. We have a war between the far left and kind of everybody else. Because the far left deems that anybody who disagrees with them, anybody who espouses a different ideology than them, doesn't need to be corrected. They don't need to be educated, they need to be silenced. Which is why cancel culture is such a big deal. Cancel culture is not about having a logical, 
rational conversation. Cancel culture is about this is my voice and it is the only voice that you deserve to hear from. It is the only voice that should be heard. And anybody who disagrees with me needs to be shut up and silenced and punished and lose their job and their livelihoods and their future because they disagree not with facts, not with science, but with my feelings and my narrative. Of course, anybody who espouses that ideology and promotes cancel culture is a whiny little baby. Because they are. They're whiny little babies. Who deserve to be smacked on the bottom. And they'd be told, no, that's, that's ridiculous. My wife showed me a meme today. And had a whole bunch of spanking tools and other implements that your parents used to punish you when you were a kid. And it said, ever been hit with one of these? If you are, you probably aren't rioting. And that's very telling. Because if you were punished, if you were told that there is a consequence for bad behavior, you likely are not rioting because you know that bad behavior is not justifiable and you should be punished for it. You should. I spank my kids when they really deserve it. I try not to spank them. I try to give them other punishments. But if they disobey in such a serious manner that it requires a spank, of course I'll give it. I will not give a spank because I'm angry. I'll give a spank because of love. Because you spank those. You spank your children because you want them to understand that poor decisions and poor choices especially ones that are deliberately against law and order and what you were told deserves a consequence. And children need to learn that early. Otherwise, if they do not learn that early, then they will go their entire lives without learning it and they will become the kind of people that are out there rioting in masks and burning down buildings and toppling statues and painting racists on anybody that they disagree with. Because they fail to understand that there is a consequence to bad behavior. And that in civil society, we should not just go against the rules because it goes against and hurts our feelings. Because history and society and culture hurts your feelings. If history and society and culture hurts your feelings, then have a rational discussion about that. None of these people can have a rational discussion. Most people who are conservative can have a rational discussion. At least, I hope they can. I encourage everyone who considers themselves conservative or centrist or even liberal, make sure that you are educated on the topics and that you can present a rational argument and that you don't go whining and complaining whenever somebody offends you because that's despicable behavior. And as conservatives, we need to be standing up and saying, nope, if you get fired by cancel culture, my company will hire you. If you lose your livelihood because of cancel culture, I'll start a GoFundMe for you. We have to rise up against cancel culture and those that are promoting it because it promotes a systemic silencing of oppositional ideas. And that is absolutely unacceptable in any society. Because eventually, if you silence oppositional ideas, 
you become like current life, current day Hong Kong. Current day Hong Kong is justifiably called a hellhole. Because if you rise up and say anything against the Communist Party of China, which are an evil group, then you'll be sent to jail. And if we don't stop cancel culture here and now, then eventually these people will become and they will go into positions of power and then they will become the institutors and they will institute their ideas and if you offend them, then you will go to jail. In Canada, we're already seeing the start of that. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate that we have hate speech laws. Kind of an ironic way of saying that. You hate that we have hate speech laws. But I do. I hate it. I hate that if I offend somebody, I can be fined. I can be sent to jail. If I go against somebody's personal pronouns of choice. By the way, my personal pronouns are His Royal Majesty, and if you don't say it, you're going to jail. Understand? But that's so stupid. If I want you to call me something, you have to say it? That's utter nonsense. You cannot compel speech. You cannot silence voices because you disagree with them. Conservatives have to start saying no. Just stand up and be the bastions of truth, justice, and a bit of the American way, even though I'm Canadian. Because America is a far better country. I've admitted that to pretty much everybody that I know. <laughs> America is a far better country. Canada kind of sucks right now. I'll go into a bit why and a few other reasons later. But Canada kind of sucks. Another thing that I wanted to talk about. There were two videos that I watched today. Or not today, this week. A few videos that I watched this week. There was one video that I saw that was a whole bunch of masked, armored, all dressed in black, black people. And they're marching down this road. They all are heavily armed with guns. And by itself, that's fine. By itself, that's okay. But it's what they did. They went up to white people and threatened them and demanded reparations. They didn't just say, oh, like, we're, we're fighting for equality. We want equal, equal justice and equal rights, and we want to protest police brutality. That's all right and good. But if you go to a white person because they are white, you're a racist. If you harass anybody because of the color of their skin, you are a racist. If you say, oh, because you're this skin color, you can't be racist. Because, oh, your skin color has never really been in power. You're also a racist. Racism is judging someone based on the color of their skin and not the content of their character. And going up to white people with guns and demanding reparations is no better than the KKK. They are equally racist. It's just one was racist against blacks and one was white racist against whites. And I don't care which side you're on because you're both evil. And we need to stop hiding and saying, oh, like blacks can't be racist because they were oppressed for centuries. Yes, of course they were oppressed for centuries, but now they're not. And now there are those in the black community 
who are trying to achieve some sort of racial vengeance for the suffering of their ancestors on people that had nothing to do with it simply because of the color of their skin. These are evil racist people and they should be opposed and they should be called out for what they are. They're racists. There was another video that I saw. That was today. It's a video of a few black women talking to a white woman. I didn't catch a lot of the gist of the video, but I kind of got the sense that they were going after this woman simply because she was white. And she had a baby, and they were telling her, oh, put down the baby so we can smack you. And she's like, no, I'm not going to put down my baby. And they assaulted her with her baby, probably because she was white. I, there was actually a third video that I'm remembering. There was a video of that one lady, I forget exactly what state she was in, but she was being threatened and harassed by some black people because she accidentally hit the one girl's daughter. Like, walked past her and scuffed her. And they demanded, oh, you have to make an apology and you have to do all these things. And because she didn't, they started to yell at her, they started to scream at her, they started to threaten her. And as soon as they started threatening her and prevented her and her husband from leaving the parking lot, she pulled out a gun. She said, back away, back off. She used more colorful language than that, but she said that. She said, back away, back off, keep away from me and my family, keep away from my vehicle. And she was justified in doing so. If you threaten someone's life, you are a criminal. And she was justified in saying, back off, I want to leave here with my family and I don't want an incident. I don't want to shoot you. But these racist black people tried to make it into a racial incident, tried to call them racists, tried to equate them to slave owners. We need to call out black racism just as frequently as we call out white racism because they're equally evil and neither should be condoned or celebrated in any society and they should be called out. Last thing I wanted to talk about is even though coronavirus it's kind of calming down. Case numbers are starting to go down. Well, some of them are going up in places where they had race riots, but nobody's really questioning why, and they should be. Or at least nobody on the left is questioning why, because they think it's all because of Trump. Because they're all a bunch of morons. Idiots. Anyways. But the death rate is falling. We're finding new ways to treat it. And yet... Now is the time when mayors and governors want to institute mandatory mask-wearing policies in public indoor spaces. Toronto, here in Canada, has already considered it. Toronto. I love the Leafs. I hate the city. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the city of Toronto. It is a terrible place. John Tory is a stupid, stupid mayor. But anyway... The city of Toronto instituted a mandatory mask by law. I'm not sure, I haven't re really done my research into what the punishments are for violating the mask by law, but it should not matter. Because that is an anti-constitutional bylaw, and you cannot, by the Canadian Constitution or the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, you cannot force someone 
to wear a mask by government statute. You can force it if you are a private business saying, okay, you need to wear a mask to enter my property. You can also say, no, you can't wear a mask to enter my property. That is within the rights of a property owner, of a business owner. But you cannot, as a government entity, mandate that everybody wears masks. That violates many different sections of the Charter and constitutions of both Canada and the United States. And yet these mandatory mask bylaws are becoming more popular. And some conservatives are still saying like, oh, like we should wear the mask, like it's not a big deal, it's sending a bad message if we don't. If it's sending a bad message, then we need to alter the message. Because I've already gone into why masks are pseudo-effective at best, especially if you don't have any symptoms. But making a mandatory mask by law is a form of localized tyranny. And I'm publicly calling out, Mayor Nahid Nenshi in Calgary, you are becoming a wannabe tyrant. And I and many others on Sunday, July 19th, will be out on Olympic Plaza in, in front of City Hall and we will march against you. You wannabe little baby tyrant. I encourage anyone who's in the Calgary area to march against it. There's also a march in Edmonton on the same day. You can find the group on Facebook. But we have to say no. We have to stand up and say, we've had enough with these tyrants. We want our freedom back. We want to go back to our jobs. We want to go back to our lives. And we've had enough of this pseudo crisis with a virus that has a 0.3% fatality rate. Amongst those lower than 40, the fatality rate is 1 in 10,000. And you're telling me you want to mandate mandatory mask usage? You stupid, small, wannabe tyrant. And I'm going to be going to that rally, and the blind one is coming too. And we're going to interview people. And we're going to post that footage. Say, Nahid Nenshi, pay attention, because we're coming for you. Not in a violent manner. We're using our free speech, or our freedom of expression here in Canada, until somebody tries to shut us down because Canada's a crap whole country. But we're using that ability, and we're using our voices to try and shut us down. And if you try and shut us down using the police, we will have a say. And you will be hearing from our lawyers. Don't try this garbage. We will fight you. And we will win. Okay? Anyways. As you can tell, I've had enough of this quarantine and lockdown nonsense. It's been going on for three months. First they said, oh, 15 days to slow the spread, 30 days to slow the spread. We gotta flatten the curve. Doesn't matter if the curve's been flattened, hospitals were never even close to full. We never got even close to that. Yep, fatality rates were high in certain very vulnerable populations. But for everybody else, nope, they're super low. Super duper low. And yeah, there are some things that I think should have been shut down. 
even though I'm a massive hockey fan, I think that, yeah, they should have, they were right in shutting down concerts and giant sporting events and massive political rallies. That was probably a good idea. But shutting down the entire economy for a virus with that low of a fatality rate is going to ruin millions of lives. And trying to mandate mask usage because people won't buy your little orders from your little white castle makes you into a dirtbag. I never really liked Nahid Nenshi. I thought he was always an obsessive little tyrant and would say, oh yes, the cops can't go against those I support and they'll go against those I don't support. Most notably, Palestine versus the Jews. You can look into that situation. I can cue a few articles where he looked the other way at Jews being assaulted. But his behavior of late is just becoming more and more untenable. And I can no longer stand by and accept it. Anyways. I think that's going to be today's episode. And I think I kind of want to open up other things. Uh, if you guys want to send me messages, if you want to ask me questions, I would be, I'd be glad to answer them. Um, I've been in contact with the blind one. And we're going to try and have him back on in the next few weeks. I know he's had a long hiatus and he's excited to be back. And happy that we're not talking about race issues as much. Because he wasn't super certain about talking about race issues. And I'm a little more confident in talking about that. But, uh, that being said, uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Hit the bell on YouTube. Please comment. It'll feed the algorithm. Uh, on Facebook, I'm going to upload the rest of the videos tomorrow. Uh, so you can follow the page on HalfBlindHecklers at Facebook.com. On Parlor, of course, it's half blind heckler or at half heckler. And you can follow, echo, like, or upvote, I think it is, and comment. And I'd be happy to engage with anybody who comments. And on Twitter. Yeah. Really don't care. I just don't care about Twitter right now. I've been using my personal account on Twitter because I just haven't used the, my half-blind hecklers account because I just don't. But anyways, all of that's out the window. And at the beginning of the video, I was singing the Star Spangled Banner, but I didn't finish. And if you want me to finish, I want those subscribers. I want 50. If you get to 50 subscribers, I'll finish the song. I think you could probably tell I have a decent singing voice. My family will attest to that, so will my wife. But if you want me to finish, you got to get me up to the 50. I'll give you a week to get me up to the 50. All right. Signing off. Hope you have a great night, great weekend. And this has been Half Blind Hecklers, Episode 12. God bless.